Welcome to the Coach House Beacons. Hi everybody, hope you're all keeping well. Just wanted to share a few thoughts about this enforced Sabbath that we're all enjoying. Um, I was reading earlier this week Hebrews 4 verse 9. There remains then a Sabbath rest for the people of God. For whoever enters God's rest also rests from his own work, just as God did from his. Now, I know the current situation is really serious. People are struggling. Some are in terrible suffering. Some are incredibly anxious. But despite all that, this morning, I couldn't help thoroughly enjoying the lockdown. I had a leisurely time with God, nice early morning cup of coffee with the Bible in front of me. No need to keep one eye on the clock. And then after a couple of hours in accordance with government guidelines, I wasn't doing anything I'm not supposed to do. And at the insistence of a very small, impatient dog, uh, I decided it was time to get outdoors. So I took a long walk in Woodbank Park. I can't tell you the joy of it. Early spring, a really pale sun cutting through the bare branches of the trees. Here and there, you see the first startlingly bright green of the first leaves. It's quiet. There's no traffic, no planes going overhead, not even a child's voice. But there is sound. You can hear geese noisily taking flight. The sense Maybe I'm imagining it of a bird's wings beating the air. A cow lows softly from a nearby farm. And the river, fast flowing, full of life, little rivulets of water constantly flowing down into it. And here I am, less than a mile from the centre of Stockport. But press pause for a moment and the peace is tangible. Since the first days of the virus, I've felt as if God is saying, just press the reset button. You know how it is. If you have an old computer, it seems to very easily get tangled up in itself. That little buffering circle goes round and round and round. And it, you get the sense that the computer's really busy, but it's achieving absolutely nothing. And there's nothing for it but to press the reset button. Switch off. Let it all calm down for a time. And then when you switch back on, miraculously, everything's restored, order reigns, and you can get back to work. So I got to thinking, what is God saying about the reset button? And it made me think about Sabbath. Not Sunday, but Sabbath. That special time when we're meant to switch off, put work aside and rest with God. Think for a moment about the work of creation, those first intriguing chapters of the Bible. God has a plan, a very orderly plan. He says, let there be light, and there it is, light. He makes the sky, he separates earth from water, he makes trees and plants and wonderful fruit. He speaks, and moon and sun and stars and planets appear. The water teems with living creatures 
and every kind of animal begins to move on the ground. And God said it was good. It was so good. But amidst all these wonders, he longed for a creature to be his very own. One like him, made in his own image. One he could fellowship with, talk with, share with, spend time with. And so he made a man, Adam, and a woman, Eve. And this, he said, was very, very good. So what happened next? Well, obviously, God has a plan. He wanted Adam to fill the earth and subdue it. He wanted him to be fruitful and multiply. He wanted him to rule over every living thing. So God said, come on, Adam, get busy. Lots to do. Let's set some goals. Let's make a to-do list and get on with it. No, none of that. The amazing thing is that Adam's first day of life was the Sabbath. The Bible says, by the seventh day, God had finished the work he had been doing. So on the seventh day, he rested from all his work. Then God blessed the seventh day and made it holy. Because on it, he rested from all the work of creating he had done. What? Rest? God wasn't tired. He's God. God who never slumbers or sleeps. Adam wasn't tired. He hadn't done anything yet. In all honesty, in my opinion, he hadn't earned a rest. So I can only conclude that God just wanted to spend his first day with Adam, uninterrupted, just spending time with him. You can imagine them stretching, leaning back on a comfortable tree, just chilling out for a few hours. Maybe, maybe Adam snoozed a little. Maybe they just sat and watched the animals go by. I'm sure they chatted and got to know each other's deepest thoughts. Only then could Adam really understand God's heart and what he really meant by his plan. Not just the tasks that were needed, but the heart behind it. And so a rhythm was set up. Six days to work. Although it seems the new when to start, they strolled together in the cool of the evening each day. And one day to enjoy total rest together. Of course, Adam and Eve couldn't stick to it. It wasn't long before they'd broken friendship with God. They couldn't obey God, they just thought they knew better. And work became no longer a pleasure, but painful toil, requiring sweat and tears to rest a living from the earth. And surely, it being so hard to get fruit from the earth, a bit more work must surely result in a better harvest. So little by little, it probably became more work and even less rest. Well, you know the story as well as I do. God's beloved people were soon slaves in Egypt. All work and no rest. Eventually God rescued them. He took them into the wilderness. And still God's desire was Sabbath. He enshrined it in the law of Moses with severe penalties for ignoring it. It didn't work. In fact, it became yet more work to do. A complex set of rules about what did and did not constitute Sabbath. Now, I ask you, was this really what God had in mind? All he really wanted was for man to switch off, put the work aside for a time and spend time with him. So why is it so very difficult to do? Just to stop, just to spend time 
alone with God, just to be quiet. Sadly for many, there's no option but to work long hours just to pay the bills. But quite apart from that, we still seem to be running all the time. What would happen if we dared to stop our activity? Once we get past the busyness, what might we find? Is that what we're running away from? From, I don't know, pain, frustration, buried anxiety, the family members who get on our nerves, the hobbies that are sometimes a pleasure, but sometimes more like a frantic distraction from the disquiet within. But if we can stick with it, if we can let the whirling thoughts and feelings run their course, somehow press the off switch, there it is, underneath it all, that still small voice that we've been longing to hear. The voice that says, well done. Don't be afraid. Trust me. The voice that says, I know your pain, it will be okay. The voice that says, I loved you before you did a single thing ever. Now, rest. So, here we are. Sabbath. For days on end. Some of us, soon maybe all of us, are forced to stay at home. No work, minimal shopping, enforced rest. So... Join me. God's saying, be still. Enjoy your hobbies. Take a nap. Read, sit in the garden, bake a cake. Do whatever restores your soul. But do it as if God is sitting with you. Keeping you company. Do it from a place of rest. He's with you just as surely as he was with Adam. Let's pray. Lord God, I pray that today we'd find your quiet voice in the place of rest. Amen. Coach House Beacons, the Coach House Church Daily Devotional. To find out more, join us on Facebook, Instagram, or on our website at www.coachhousechurch.org.